The Brand Ed Podcast, Episode 36. Attract more customers using this hack when pitching your coaching, consulting, or speaker business. Welcome to the Brand Ed Podcast, the show that helps you position, pitch, and profit from your brand. I believe the chaos and confusion around what branding is, why it matters for your business, and how to translate your brand into profit leads to overspending on marketing, underperforming businesses, and overwhelmed leaders. Stay tuned to discover how to position your brand in the market, pitch your business with purpose, and profit from a life-giving brand that blesses you and your customers. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast. This has been a very fun series to walk through together. We're looking again today at how to position your coaching or consulting or speaker business. This also applies to you if maybe you're a trainer, maybe even you're an author or a podcaster. How do you position your business so that you stand out from the crowd so that you don't look like everyone else? This can be a huge challenge for most of us. Sometimes this gets labeled and this goes kind of hand in hand with niching down, although maybe it's a little bit different because we're specifically talking about how you position yourself in the marketplace so that you connect with the customer you want to connect with. So let me do a quick recap. Back in episode 32, when we started this little series, we looked at the three Ps you need to position your coaching, consulting, or speaker business. Those three Ps include, you need to know, you need clarity around the people you serve, the product you offer, and the process that you use. That's going to help you position your business. So go back and check that episode out. If you have not already, don't just dive in here. I would really encourage you to go go back and check out those episodes leading up to this. So that's where we began. Then in the next episode, we we kind of zoomed in on if you've got the most clarity around who you want to serve, that being the people you serve, then you would start there and then begin to explore what you can help them with that they cannot do themselves, and then how you would want to help them do that, right? The, that kind of process piece. So if you are real clear kind of on the tribe or community or, you know, vertical uh, that, that you want to go after, then that's where you start. That's what we looked at in episode 33. Then in episode 34, we said, okay, well, what if that's not you? You're not exactly sure who you know, the people you want to serve, because that can be so many different people. So if you've got the most clarity on what you want to offer on that product or offering, and again, remember we said that could be like topic or subject. We're not necessarily saying that you know exactly what product or service is. You just have an idea of the topic or subject, or there's some clarity around there. If that's most clear to you out of the people the product and the process, then start there. And then you would work out, okay, if that's kind of the topic or the subject or what you want to focus on your product on, 
or you're offering around, right? If that's the product piece, then who would you want to offer that to? That's the people piece. And then you would work out how you want to offer that to them, how you want to help them. That's the process piece. In the last episode, then we said, okay, what if the people part maybe isn't the clearest, even the product part isn't the clearest, but the process part. In other words, you've got the most clarity on how you want to help others. Then you work out the people you want to help with that process and the package you want to deliver that in through a product or offering. And we said last time, oftentimes this can be the most basic place to start if you just don't have a whole lot of clarity at all. You could start with how I best help people, right? So you can say, I best help people when I teach, when I coach, when I speak, when I write, when I research, when I integrate, when I systematize, when I consult, right? Those are processes. That's how you help people. So that's Sometimes the most basic place to start if you're not sure. But we said the other kind of maybe more common is if you have some sort of certification. That certification often comes with a unique process, a unique framework. That's part of what you're paying for usually when you get certified. That's part of what you're after when you get certified. Oftentimes you're getting certified in something or by someone that helped you personally in your own growth, either as an individual or a leader or a business. So this is a common place to start when you've been certified in something like John Maxwell certified, Story Brand certified, or Business Made Simple certified, a particular coaching model certification. So that's what we looked at in the last episode. But we ended that episode by saying, if that process piece is what's most clear for you, there are a few warnings about positioning yourself primarily around process. Because particularly around uh, the process piece would come with a unique process or framework. Sometimes you've got your own framework, or again, maybe that comes in line with the certification. Being certified this way gave you this particular framework. When you position primarily based around the process piece, the the kind of warning we gave is oftentimes your customer, the audience you want to go after, they are not familiar with the process. They're not familiar with the framework or they're not even familiar with the certification. So you'll find that even though this was real meaningful for you, Maybe inside the certification, there's a fairly robust community. That's still a very small piece of the overall market. So if you're John Maxwell certified, if you're StoryBrand certified, if you're certified in some other coaching platform, if you're certified to give like the DISC inventory or some personality profile certification, if you're certified as a copywriter All of these things mean something to you and the smaller community that are gathered around that certification. But there's a whole marketplace out there that likely are your potential customers that have no idea who that person or certification is that doesn't mean anything to them. Or they're not familiar with the unique framework that you're using or maybe even that you've developed. 
Okay, so we said beware when you position around the the process piece primarily that you're going to run into that challenge. So today we're going to look at so how do you take that process piece, particularly if that's most clearest to you, if you're if you've got a certification or if you've got a particular framework, or even if you don't, this still will help you position once you get to answering that that process piece. Because remember, most customers don't primarily care about how you're going to help them. They care if you can help them solve whatever problem or challenge or whatever possibility they can't secure, right? That's what most of us are interested in is can you help? We're less interested up front about how you go about doing that, that process piece. So here's where we're going to focus today. The key is when you've got the process piece clear, when when that that comes along with a certification or a framework, this is your approach, how you go do this. When that's clear in your mind, the key to really make that resonate with your customer or with your audience as a coach, a consultant, a trainer, a speaker, an author, or even a thought leader The key is to take that process piece and connect it with a benefit. Connect that with a benefit. Then now you're back in the customer or audience's like interest. You show back up on their radar when you can connect that process to a particular benefit that they're interested in. Now, you say, okay, that, that would make some sense. So what does that look like? How would I do that? So the the benefit is usually around one of three kind of ideas. And when I say these, you'll go, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. So you want to connect the process to a benefit. That benefit is usually related, usually related to one of three things, time, money, and sometimes production, time, money, and sometimes production production. So let's take a quick look at those and you'll see how you can begin to connect these. And I'll finish with a few examples of what this looks like in real life of, of kind of positioning statements when you when you put all of these pieces together. And then as promised, I've got a cheat sheet for you. I've got a little worksheet that's really going to help you uh, do this particular piece. Okay, so the key is to connect the process with a benefit, usually usually related to time, money, or uh, production. So time, let's start there. When your process helps somebody, helps your customer save time, that's a benefit that you can add into your positioning that will make your customer care about the process that you use. So if you can help them save time, another way you'll hear this word uh, worded or phrased is reduce. If you can help them reduce the amount of time it takes to do something similar to saving time, but maybe it can be around a particular, you know, execution that they have to do. If you can reduce the amount of time, that's another way you can connect the benefit back to the process that you use to help you further and better position yourself so that your customer audience cares about that how piece. You can help them be more efficient with time. 
save time, reduce time, be more efficient with time. So that's a, maybe a little different wrinkle in the saving time or reducing time. You would just need to know with your customer, with your audience, perhaps which one of those will you know, sound, ring the best, ring the truest in their ears. Another way you can kind of frame this time benefit is you can help them be more productive or get more done with your time. So does your process help them be more productive? Does the process you're going to use help them get more done with the time that they have? Some examples of like words, kind of trigger words that will help you think about this and that you can potentially even use in your positioning and in your copy around this timepiece would be kind of save time versus waste time. Save time versus waste time. That is going to be one of the examples that's in that worksheet that you can get uh, in the show notes of this episode. Save versus waste. That's going to help you begin to connect a, a, a benefit that your customer or audience cares about to the process that you use or even the certification that you have. Another example under there would be spend or cost. Spend less time, right? Uh, help this not cost time, phrased that way. Those are benefits around time that you can connect to the process of your positioning that's going to really resonate and make the process piece connect and land with your customer or with your audience. So imagine if you have a framework that you've developed. You've got a name around that framework. It's likely that only means something to you unless you're like uber famous. And this thing is like a household name. For most of us, our framework and even our status probably isn't going to be at that level. So when you mention a particular framework that you've developed, and oftentimes there's some acronym that goes with that, or it's developed around a particular word, but you've worked really hard at that. Just remember your customer audience, that named framework that you've personally developed, maybe even copyrighted, maybe you've got a trademark around it. They don't, most folks don't know that. Even something as popular as the disc inventory, you know, there's lots of people in the workplace that would know what that is, but there's a pretty big sliding scale on they know what it is, but do they attach any value to that? So like, oh yeah, disc inventory. I think I took that one time. Disc inventory. I think that's a personality profile. There may be like an awareness, but there's not a whole lot of value attached to that. This adding a, a benefit around time, you can see how this would better position your coaching or consulting business. And again, we'll give some examples, fleshed out examples of how this looks in just a minute. So that's the first benefit that you can connect to your process so that your process is now kind of interesting or, or again, resonates with your customer or your audience. Okay, the second way that you can connect a benefit to the process is not around time, but similar Similar concepts, now it's around money. 
Now it's around money. So you can, similar to what we just did with time, if your process helps them sell more, whatever, whatever your customer is, is themselves selling, if you can help them sell more, right, you, that means you're increasing the quantity of sales that they have. And when the quantity of sales goes up, then the revenue goes up. So when you can do that for your customer, if that's what your process helps do, then you want to connect that back to your process because that now makes your customer care about your process. The second one under, under that money uh, heading would be increase pricing. So if your process helps me increase the price that I charge for my product, my service, my offering, selling more is about quantity. Increasing price is about quality. So you're, the benefit you're attaching to your customer and your positioning is, hey, this unique process is going to help you charge more. It's going to help you raise your rates. It's going to help you raise your pricing. That's a quality, right? So, so if you work with, if you work with uh, ten people a week, this process is going to help you charge, get more out of the ten people a week you work with. It's going to help you charge a higher rate. Revenue goes up. That's different than you're going to go from ten people a week. We're going to get you where you now have twenty customers a week, right? That's the quantity piece. Another angle under under the money benefit is if you can help them, similar to time, save money or save cost. If your process helps them save money or in particular helps them save cost, then this is about efficiency and sometimes safety, efficiency and safety. So we said selling more is about quantity, right? Selling at a higher price. Increased price is about quality, and then saving money or cost is about efficiency, and sometimes even that bleeds over into safety. Cash on hand, saving money, not not burning money, not, not taking revenue and saying, well, we're making more revenue, but we, our cost also went up. So efficiency sometimes also means saving and safety in their eyes because this is going to make sure there's more ca- there's a better cash flow there's more money in the bank therefore they'll feel safer knowing that there's that that reserve in the bank or that you're not just at this you know uh balance on the fence of well we've got this money coming in but every time it comes in it goes out at this cost rate or at this rate so you can help them save money or save cost when you when that's a benefit of your process, that's a great way to position your coaching, consulting, speaker, trainer business so that your audience cares about your particular process or, or framework or certification. Some examples of some phrases that may get you thinking about this is like, think about the phrase running out of. Okay, that goes to the kind of efficiency or safety piece. This process will prevent you, stop you from running out of money, revenue stream, uh, running out of the ability to hire the right people, whatever that is. But running out of is, is a phrase that maybe gets your mind going, oh, that is a benefit of the process that I want to use with my customer, with my audience. Another one would be stop this, start that. 
So stop wasting, stop costing yourself blank revenue, money, however you word that. Start, right, increasing, making more. You get the idea. So time, money, those are great benefits to attach to your process so that your process now matters way more to your customer or to your audience. All right, let's finish up with a couple of examples. And these are going to be examples. Remember we said the benefit piece that you connect to your process is usually around time or money or sometimes production. Sometimes it's production. Now, production then usually results in, you can usually place that underneath time or money. So if you produce more, you're, you're, obviously being more efficient with your time and you're likely earning more revenue in the same amount of time. So this this can be placed under time or money, but sometimes I find it helpful when I'm writing out and thinking about positioning to also include it. And in the two examples I'm going to give of how this all works together, you're going to see, I, I picked two examples that focus on production because the saving or earning time, the saving or earning more money or revenue are a little clearer for most of us. So I wanted to just give you an example that focuses on the production piece. So these are examples that we used in the last episode. So the last episode, we focused on the process piece. We said, what if you're certified in something like Story brand. How would you use that? So that answers the process piece of the three P's. So you went and got certified as a story brand certified guide, I believe they're called. So you've got that certification, right? Now there's a real sense of clarity around the process that you use. With that certification, you got a very unique, exclusive process that you have the rights to use and you've been trained to go use. The problem is not necessarily everyone out there is familiar that could be a potential customer they're not all necessarily familiar with story brand or the process now yes there are lots who are because story brand has done a great job of marketing themselves but there's also a whole slew of people you could help with that process that just the naming of that process in your positioning doesn't gain you any ground it doesn't position you in a way that adds any particular value to the customer or to the audience. Any, like we said, in a very crowded marketplace like coaching, consulting, training, speaking, even writing, these are crowded spaces. So we began with that example. Here's the process uh, phrased kind of in a positioning statement I want to teach the story brand framework. Okay, that's the process piece. So when you're trying to figure out how do I position myself, I'm a coach or I'm a consultant with this story brand process. So you would start with, I want to teach the story brand framework. Then we said, now we need to work out, well, who are you going to teach that to? What are the people you're going to focus on? To small business owners. So I want to teach the story brand framework. That's the process. To small business owners, that's the people. And then the product is through on-site workshops. So that's how you're going to productize or package that process to those people. So we if we said last time if we stopped right there think about it that's 
that's quite a bit of positioning you were already done that would separate you from other coaches and consultants that say, I'm a coach or I'm a consultant or I'm a business coach or business consultant, or even I'm a business consultant to for small businesses. Okay, I want to teach the story brand framework process to small business owners, people, through on-site workshops. That's the product. Now, here's how you attach the benefit. And this benefit, like I said, is a goes under the heading of production or what do you what does your process help them produce? So what is the story brand teaching small business owners the story brand framework? What does that help them produce? This is just one example of how you would attach a benefit to that process. Through on-site workshops that produces better results in their marketing. That produces better results in their marketing. So altogether, that would sound like I want to teach the story brand framework to small business owners through on-site workshops that produce better results in their marketing. Now your customer or audience who may not have heard of the story brand framework, now they're interested because you're going to something about this framework they don't know about, this process that they're not familiar with is going to get them something that they are very familiar with. That is, I want better results in our marketing. Okay, so hopefully that example makes sense. Here's one more example. It's starting with the process piece. I want to apply the DISC framework. So let's say you're certified to give the DISC personality inventory. I want to apply the DISC framework, that's the process piece, to parents with struggling teens. That's the people you want to focus on. And here's the product piece. Through a five-week online course called Teen U, something like I just made a name up. Okay, so that's the product piece. Now, how do we attach a benefit to that? We might say that breaks down the barriers to intimacy between teens and parents. That's what it's going to produce. This process is going to produce this outcome, breaks down barriers to intimacy between teens and parents. So what does that sound like when that positioning is all put together? Remember, we said this is an example when the process is clear to you. Hey, disk inventory, that's what I'm certified in. I can go give that. I'm really interested in it. So I know how I'm going to help folks. It would sound like this. Process. I want to apply the DISC framework, people, to parents with struggling teens product through a five-week teen uh, online course called Teen U Benefit that breaks down barriers to intimacy between teens and parents. You can see how just walking through those exercises, massive strides in positioning. Massive strides in positioning. Yes, some of this, if you're just starting out, you may need to explore this, but this begins to hopefully give you some handles to think on, well, how would I even begin to think about positioning? What I see a lot is the positioning talk gets, we, we come at that. Oftentimes what you hear first is you need to niche down. The problem is you're not sure. Some people know the answer to that. Most people don't. Most most of us struggle saying, well, the problem is this could help. This could 
generate revenue from, this could be sold to all sorts of different people. Sometimes we ourselves have a varied background, like our own curriculum or, or you know, uh, resume or curriculum vitae, our own past work experience is, you know, you've skipped from different job titles, maybe even different industries, market segments. Maybe you've not been in the marketplace all that long or a ton of experience in there. Regardless, when you hear that, well, you need to niche down, that's the key. That can be really challenging and really frustrating when you're just starting out. So these examples would show you how one of the easiest things to do is go get certified in something, again, that you're interested in or that has helped you. This episode is helping you now attach a benefit to that process that matters to your customer audience who may not care about that certification. They may not care about the process. That's not usually what most people care about. They're not interested primarily in the exact process you're going to use. They want the result of the process. That's what they're interested in. This benefit helps you attach process to something they do care about. Benefit around either money, time, or sometimes what it produces. I hope that continues to help you pursue and think about your positioning as a coach, consultant, speaker, trainer, author, sometimes all of the above. Positioning is so important because it is a crowded marketplace. There are lots of other people that do what we do, and there are others that even share sometimes our same processes. They're certified just like we're certified. They have access to a unique framework that we have access to. So I promised you some help around, well, how would I begin to think about the benefit that I can attach to the process that I use in my coaching, consulting, speaker, trainer, thought leader business? I've got a brand new resource for you that, that's going to help you think about the benefit, not just for your positioning, but this will also help in, in, any, in any number of contexts where there's also going to be copywriting or messaging involved. That could be... Facebook ad, social media post, certainly website. So even if you think you have some clarity around your positioning, I would this worksheet's still going to help you anytime you're you're trying to do usually something around marketing. Then you can come back to this little worksheet and it's going to help you quickly get some benefits that really do matter to your customer to your audience. Okay, it's called 20 Prompts to Accelerate Your Personal Brand Positioning. I've got 20 prompts that are grouped kind of like before and after. I used a couple of those examples earlier when I said, for, for example, under when we were talking about time, save versus waste. So that's one of the examples from this worksheet that will help you get to thinking. It's going to help you save this and stop wasting that. So go grab that resource. Again, 20 prompts to accelerate your personal brand positioning. It's a little worksheet that you can use to brainstorm some before or after. You can apply this to people you work with, right? The people of the three Ps of positioning. 
the before and after of the product that you offer or the before and after of the process that you use. So this helps you think about the benefit in terms of before and after. And you can use both parts of the pair, you know, um, stop, start, pairing. You can use one or the other. You could use them together in your positioning or your messaging in your marketing. You can get your copy of that free resource at RobbieF.com forward slash position. RobbieF.com forward slash position. I will obviously put that in the show notes. Also, if you have a question about positioning your coaching, consulting, speaker, author, trainer, business, any question about positioning your personal brand, then you can submit that question. Again, that's at RobbieF.com forward slash question that will also be in the show notes that link i would love to hear from you if there's a way that i can answer your specific question i'm sure that would not only be helpful for you but it will be helpful to others who are also listening to the podcast and trying to figure out the best way to position themselves if you have a friend or colleague who is a coach consultant speaker author trainer and they're you think this would help them think about how they position themselves, how they communicate to the marketplace, who they are, what's unique and valuable and beneficial about them, then please share this episode. If you're on your phone, there's that little up arrow share button and whatever podcast platform you're listening to, you can share this episode, shoot them a quick text and say, hey, this is a great series that I've been listening to as I'm wrestling through how to best position myself as a coach, consultant, speaker, trainer, then uh, I would love for you to share that with a with a friend that will really help get the word out and hopefully help more people position themselves in the marketplace so they can go serve more of the people they want to serve, that they're passionate about serving and helping. I hope you'll join me on the next episode. We're not quite done. There's a few more tricks up our sleeve as to how we can best position our coaching, consulting, speaker, trainer, thought leader, author business. So I hope to see you on the next episode. Until then, go and build a life-giving brand. Mm-hmm.